Pardisto. two days a train monday afternoon and then tuesday night which is the grinder night and uh yeah it was it was fun there was this 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 one guy that was there i guess he's a black belt i think he's one of those uh checkmat leandro vieira uh, Vieira black belts Mm, mm. his name was darren something i I think he's an indian dude I, i i'm sorry if i'm getting your nationality wrong but um, <laughs> shout out to Darian. Yeah, a that maybe, cool, maybe, man. maybe Indian. <laughs> um, only because he mentioned Indian food, and I was like, oh, maybe he's. An Indian. I don't know. I just guessed. Anyway, he was, uh, he was there uh, that night on Tuesday night, and it was man. I got to roll with that guy, and like, you know, there's black belts, and then there's like those competition black belts. Oh man, and, damn, they have a totally different pace. Oh yeah. Well, even just even just like non, like even any kind of competitor in jujitsu, yeah, that's an active competitor. They just have a different pace. Even yeah, if for sure, even the lower level belts, they just put the pace on you and it just makes you sweat. Terrible, yeah. terrible. Stop making me work so hard, guys. <laughs> See, I got stuck under him. It was weird. He just kept. He was just really good at just shutting me down, and uh, everything I, I tried to do, he had a counter for it. It was pretty bad. Are you guys about the same size? I'd say he is, he's a little bit taller, but I think he's probably in the lower weight class. I think because you know he's super fit. He's a mm. he's a competitor. So you guys about the same age? He's younger. No, he's younger. Totally younger. Oh, okay, okay. It's funny. That's my, that's hard too, man. Yeah. I mean, more experience and they're younger. I mean, better shape. That's a bad equation. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool because my kids, they, uh, my my son had soccer practice yesterday and. They dropped me off to the gym and they were very intrigued. They were like, oh, where's daddy going? And I said, I'm going mm-hmm. to jujitsu. And they're like, okay, well, can we watch? And I'm like, well, I don't think you want to be in that stinky room. Because <laughs> it gets pretty, it gets super stinky. But You want to um, watch this guy lie down on top of daddy and see oh, yeah. daddy struggle to get out from underneath him? Exactly. <laughs> I'd have to pick my opponents or I'd have to pick my roles. <laughs> <laughs> look, but, my, um, family, my family's watching, right? So make me look good, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it was cool because uh, they got to come inside when they picked me up and it was stinky, obviously. And uh, they kind of got to see what the gym is like because there's still people kind of rolling and stuff like that. There was some, mm-hmm. there was a few promotions, which was cool. Uh, I wasn't there, unfortunately. It was like last week. But two of our guys, Alan and I, God, I fucking forgot the other dude's name. He's probably going to kick my ass for this one too. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> they got the blue belts. All right. Hey, they're just blue belts. So not congrats to those guys. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Oh, Good congrats stuff. to everybody that, that competed at the Jiu-Jitsu World League. Uh, Magala Jiu-Jitsu took home the third place team award. Hey, congratulations to your team, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, thank you. And uh, that's all, Travis, man. But uh, 
congrats to anyone that competed and medaled because that that was a big tournament. Everyone's getting ready for this what this Jujitsu Con ADCC thing this weekend. Is it this weekend? Right. So Jujitsu Con was like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. So that's completely different. Thing. Yeah. No, there's actually a different event hosted by the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation called Jiu-Jitsu Con. They run it concurrently with the Master World Championships. So that was what was happening two weekends ago. I think two wow. weekends ago in Las Vegas. And that's that's called Jiu-Jitsu Con. So this weekend in the grappling news, that's ADCC. Yeah. Um, so that's the big, big uh, tournament that's going to be down there in Vegas. Some of the biggest names in professional grappling. Uh, some of them competing in their separate weight classes and tournament style, single elimination, and a handful of them competing in what they call super fights. So big, yeah. big time matches. So that's happening this weekend. Is this the one that, uh, is this also the one that Joe Rogan is sponsoring? I don't know if he's a sponsor of ADCC off the top of my head, uh, to be honest. I, like I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you that. I, I know that his... His podcast, I think, sponsors some grapplers. Like, I think Gordon Ryan is one of the grapplers that his podcast sponsors. I don't know if he's a sponsor, if his podcast is a sponsor of the actual event. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool if it was, I guess, because he's got a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I mean, like, some of that money that his po- podcast gets from the, uh, from Spotify, I don't think it's paid out in a lump sum. No, no. <laughs> I think there's, there's a certain amount of years he's got to put in, and then like he gets it um, bit by bit. So I'm not sure how that how that particular part of it works. Yeah. How's training for you, man? Training's good. Uh, jiu-jitsu's feeling good. In uh, I'm sore for different reasons. So for uh, I've been getting back into my hapkido training in terms of trying to recapture the jump spinning kicks that I used to be able to do a lot of when I was young. And I put some footage of it on my Instagram last week and my left Achilles is still sore from all that jumping. (laughs) I swear to God. And then coupled that with the fact that the week before I bruised my shin and knee sparring and Muay Thai. And so last week my legs are just completely shot. They are healing this week but my left Achilles is still just a little sore. I don't sense it uh, affecting my explosiveness in any way, but I've been very careful with it. And, and just like, how could I still be sore from something I did last week? And I was like, oh yeah, because I'm 44 and I probably shouldn't be doing hundreds of jump spinning kicks in a row. Uh, but that them's the breaks when you're training and trying to keep up with these young folks. Dude, how high do and, you have to get up to do that shit? No. Just enough so that you could spin fast enough to, to pull off the kick. So it is something that if you don't use it, you do sort of lose it. But one of the things that's encouraging is that the fine motor skills you develop when you first practice that kick when you're younger, you don't completely lose it. You just need to remind your body that it's there, but it takes a few, it takes a little bit of time and a lot of reps to just Remember, oh yeah, spin this way, yeah, yeah. kick this way. Here's the point of impact to get the power that you want. So it's fun stuff. And uh, back at it, trying to make sure, stay loose, stay limber, stay able to fight off these young people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sparring. God damn. Yeah. It's, it's hard work, but it's fun. It's, it's the life we chose. Um, but other than that, um, training's going good. Feeling good, man. man. And... Uh, and 
we could uh, go into like some of the other news coming up, but uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's jump right into like the fights we saw last yeah, weekend. Uh, UFC uh, Diaz versus Ferguson. Originally Diaz <laughs> versus <laughs> Chimaev. You know, for all of you guys who listened to our I know. Uh, podcast just last. So- Last useless week, last week like half of it or 40 like maybe 60 percent of it you kind of toss it in the trash because they had to reshuffle the card because of some of some shenanigans um so as as the main event what we got was diaz versus ferguson what'd you think of that fight sean what'd you what'd you what did you like from what you saw from diaz what did you didn't like what did you not like when you when you saw tony like what, what? What's your call on that fight? I feel like everyone got what they wanted at that point because I think everyone just wanted Nate to win just because you know he's such a a, a long time employee of the company and you he's know, a he's fan one favorite, of the bigger fan fighters, favorite, yeah, more money makers and needle pushers. Mm-hmm. And if he would have, if he would have went against. Hamza Chimaev, it would have been the it would probably been the same thing with as like the Kevin Holland. Uh, thing that happened in like the first round. I think Kamzat would have just been a little bit too much mm-hmm. if he would have made the weight. But um, Nate showed that he still had, you know, his he just still had his gas. Like he showed his boxing a little bit, but he, you know, at the end he admitted that um, they did zero boxing. Did zero boxing, so he just had to pull it wrestling. out of his ass. You know, yeah, it was all wrestling because they were preparing for Which Jemaya. Is, you know, rightfully so. That's what you're supposed to do. And it showed because once Ferguson went in for that freaking double. And then he got guillotine for all his trouble down. (laughs) Poor Tony. His corner is telling him to go get the takedown. He gets the takedown, gets choked for his trouble. You can hear in the corner. (laughs) You can hear in the corner. Poor Tony. Go for the takedown. Like, don't don't you think though? Fucked me. You're at the beginning, like Tony going for the leg kick was a pretty good call. Diaz in the first just round was, going. was checking that leg kick at the first round, but he stopped checking it in the second and the third round. And uh, it looked like it was having its effect, but Diaz was still able to find range with his punching. It's very impressive seeing as that he didn't train any boxing leading up to this fight. Agreed. Uh, I think um, a couple of my friends, uh, shout out to uh, Dre Ninja on Instagram. So Dre Ninja, pretty, we talked about him last week. Yeah, man. Um, he said he pointed out that because him, shit, I forgot to respond to that. Yeah, you know, look at his body or whatever. But uh, <laughs> um, he he pointed out that you know Tony for the longest time got away with being super awkward and unorthodox with the striking because he was super athletic. Yeah, but that's but that's young Tony. You know, 36, 36, 37 year old Tony. If you don't have fundamentals in your striking, you just can't get away with some of the that crazy shit, that wild athletic stuff that you got away with when you were younger. Yeah. And he just didn't have a foundation to be able to deal with with Diaz's boxing. And that's kind of frightening, knowing that Diaz didn't train any boxing and was still able to out-touch Tony on the feet. Yeah. That, I mean, that he looked good. Tony just kind of looked like he woke up and... Came from the gym. He didn't look in shape. I mean, he was still in shape, but I'm just saying he just. Well, he was also fighting at it. Yeah, well, he was also fighting at a, a higher weight class than what his yeah. normal uh, weight class is. Uh, one of the polls I put up on the Instagram, and thank you for all of you who responded. You know, people, I asked them, "Who do you got, Diaz, or you got Tony?" And I gave a third option, and this third option one 
most of the people that responded to my poll, they didn't care. They wanted to see Diaz just do some weird boxing fight afterwards. <laughs> they, yeah. they really did not care about this fight. They'll watch because they're big fans of Diaz. And a lot of them are fans of Tony as well. But I think a lot of uh, people I know uh, were just eager for to see what Diaz does next. And what do you think Diaz does next? Who does he box? There's a, there's a, there's a lot of things going in the rumor mill. Um, the the person who runs Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships, Whoa, he wants to set up. He wants he Mike wants Perry. to set up. Yes, he wants to set up Diaz versus Mike Perry. That would be sick. What do you think, dude. man? That would be pleasing to the uh, eye and terrible for Perry's face. I don't know about. Di- I don't Diaz know if he'd would go, mess up. Mike I don't Perry. think he would go fucking BKFC though. If they could pay him the money, though, yeah, I know. What do you think, dude? I don't know if they have the money to pay no, him. I don't, that's the thing. Like he's gonna ask for like ten milli, at least ten milli. Yeah, you think he fights uh, uh, in boxing, uh, oh, Jake yeah. Paul or the winner that's, of Jake Paul? Anderson that's how you're Silva. gonna get paid the fastest. Yeah, if they could stir up the interest, right? Yeah, there was a rumor that says that Nate Diaz, like I think it was Dean Thomas, he was saying that. Uh, there's gonna something weird's gonna happen, and Anderson Silva's gonna have to pull out, and then Nate's gonna come in. <laughs> oh man, this conspiracy, ah, this conspiracy so theorists sick. love it. The conspiracy theorists love it. That'd be so. So, w- sick. so where does uh, some of my friends and shout out to uh, um, one of our guys, uh, Pollo Rodriguez, uh, on Instagram. Follow him, guys. Uh, he uh, he feels like he wants to see Tony retire. Uh, yeah, it's a good he idea. He feels like. He's just like, man, you know, you don't want to see guys who've given so much to the sport, like give too much and a part of themselves that they'll never get back. I know. And I think that's a good point by Poyle. Um, so what do you, what do you think? You think, you, you think Tony should, Tony doesn't sound like he's ready to retire. No. Like he's, he's talking like some, like someone who's trying to make another title run at 155. I wonder perhaps. how many fights he has on his contract. Cause that's a good question he'd too. He'd probably be, better off fighting in a different organization because the the competition in, in, in the UFC, like even the fucking number 15 dude could probably beat uh, Tony Ferguson right now. It's, it's rough. It's I, r- and, like and, he, and, did, and, he just didn't look the same, dude. And in either weight class, 155 yeah. or 170, he's like in deep, he's in deep doo-doo as the kid's saying. I think he probably holds <laughs> in more either power. Way. He holds more power at lightweight though. I think you so. Think? I I think his his grappling acumen is more effective at that lighter weight. Yeah. Whereas if he were try to apply that at one seventy, there's the reality of big. of physics. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, Imagine him trying to fight Kevin Holland. Oh God, that would hurt. That would, that would just hurt. Yeah, that the high impact bad. stuff. If I'm if I'm Tony Ferguson's manager, I'm looking at matchups that are he like okay, maybe BKFC. I think he would get messed up in that too. Like, <laughs> because He's, I'm telling you. Okay, I guess it's just retirement you, then. <laughs> my Fuck. well, the reason why, like, I think Dre Ninja from Instagram, I think he's called it right. I think fundamentally he's not a sound striker. And once yeah. you age out and your athleticism leaves you, what are you left with? So left with a, awkward, a style. Yeah, you're you're left with a style. You're left with a style that's gonna get you hurt against someone who really knows what they're doing. And that's <sighs> what sort of happened against Diaz. Uh, I, I hope that if he's matched up again in the UFC, they don't put him up against a high impact person. Oh, like yeah. maybe someone who, like a who will, fucking, someone who will try to just outpoint like him. 
Yeah, don't 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 get it. Don't put him up there against someone who's going to maul him. Put him up against someone who who'll try to just outpoint him. Yeah, how about or Daniel someone who'll try Rodriguez. to wrestle him. Yeah, maybe see. Let's see if they get get that fight um, squared away. I mean, I don't think I think that would be a winnable fight for Tony in some ways. Well, let's move forward then. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about Dan Dan Rodriguez. Let's talk about the co-main event. What ended up being the co-main event: Kevin Holland versus Kamzat Chimaev. Uh, we knew one what word, was going to happen. One word and one word only. Wrestling. <laughs> I mean, I Kamzat did not mess around. He just yeah. dove in for that double, spun, Sloppy. spun, spun. And to be honest, Holland did the right thing when he was yeah. trying to get out of that situation. Grampy he Gramby <laughs> rolled like maybe two times. Like 50. But Chamaya was just holding on and just yeah. riding him. He's and then finally, finally got that, that uh, dark stroke. Uh, was it a Doris or an Anaconda? I think it was the Doris, right? Yeah. And just, and Holland just had to tap out zero strikes thrown in the fight. In just like, what was it, less than a minute? Yeah. Zero strikes thrown, zero, zero significant strikes. strikes landed on Shemaev. <laughs> Super dominant. The stat I mean, sheet we, is just uh, one takedown. That's it. <laughs> it's all he needed. It's all he needed. Yeah, because um, he didn't even really strike him, did he? Like on the ground? I forget. No, they didn't have to. He was just holding on to him. He just wanted to hold on to him so that Holland wouldn't stand up and get out of his hold. Uh, and, the word, and the word is, is that when Chamayev was doing some training of our Thai Mo- uh, Tiger Muay Thai in Thailand, that he handled all the wrestlers out in that MMA camp over there just like that. Just oh like God. wrestling, just handled everybody in that camp like that. Scariest. So this fucker. wasn't this wasn't a fluke. Uh, so let's talk. Like, where does Holland go from here? Where does Chamayev go from here? I feel like no one's stock drops at all. Even though Holland lost, mm-hmm. like he's he took a fight on a day's notice or against less than twenty four hours against a completely different type yeah, of dude. fighter. So this this all the. The top three fights right here, they were just fucking pride circus fights. Mm. Or super yeah. fight, if you want to call it. They were cherry, it, you know? yeah. So yeah, they were dessert fights, dessert fights. Kevin Holland, sweet stuff. he's still going to get a big fight. He called out Wonder Boy yeah, on you his know social why? media. He, he, knows he, he doesn't want to wrestle her. He doesn't want to wrestle her. He's like, I'm just going to fucking fight the strikers and not even worry about the title for now. But if you're... <laughs> that, see, that that's what, that's my next question. If you're Kevin Holland's trainers and managers, aren't you worried and just thinking, like, fuck, is this his ceiling in the sense that he's just going to go after kind of these kind of gimmick type of fights? Is no. he's, not, he's not a serious contender? No, he's still young, dude. He, I mean, oh, he can, oh, he can afford to fucking fuck around. Okay. But eventually, you got to get in the gym and fucking work oh, yeah. on your wrestling. He needs like to wait zero, until all these big fucking... Zero strikes landed? Yeah. He needs to wait till Kamzat becomes champion at some point, and then he has to go and fight him again. You know? He has to go mm. through the ranks to fight him again. That would be kind of cool, because at that point, there's not going to be... Like, welterweight is, is deep, but now it's it's kind of in jeopardy, you know, because like but people it, are going to be locked up. So it's like he can weave his way up there if he really wants to. Eventually, we even doing all that weaving. Eventually, you're going to face a wrestler. Oh yeah, fuck. But I mean, it's better than facing comes out again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not right away. But I'm no. just saying, like that. Everyone knew what the hole in his game was. Yeah. God Figure damn, comes 
goddamn Kansat just really showed it. And good without on that because to, without without having to train for him either, yeah. he didn't have to train to fight Holland. And good luck trying to, to strike way. with fucking Holland too, because I mean he was in he, he I think he was in for I'm sure he was training a lot of stand up for Daniel Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a lot of good dad there. So Kamzat <laughs> was probably very smart to take him down because. I bet you Holland didn't expect it at all. He was probably going. He was probably thinking they were going to fucking fist fight for at least a, li- a minute, for, for like a minute before yeah. Hamza and then get ready for wrestling. the fucking yeah, yeah the Hamza did was like fucking, fucking around. Face. Well, he probably didn't. Hamza probably didn't want to be in there very long either because that attempted weight cut to one seventy had to had to hurt him. It just had I to hurt. Fucking, him. he didn't even have to cut weight. Like well, he didn't even he, look sucked up. Nothing like he just. Well, his body shut down at one seventy eight. So yeah. the doctors told him to stop cutting. And I don't think he walks around at 178. I don't think yeah, he walks around no at 180, dude. No way. It's a no big way. fucking rush. What, what is he? Chechen. He's Chechen. 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 So let, let me ask. Like, you know, somebody asked Dana White, you know, comes up, caused all this fucking ruckus in fight week. Number one, getting into a fight with Diaz's camp, with Holland's camp, with Paul Costa at the at the training institute in Vegas, yeah. does it doesn't make weight? Is there any kind of repercussions that he's going to meet from doing all that? Dana White bluntly said no. Like his stock does not go down. Is this rewarding bad behavior? Mm, not really, because at that point, you know, he was just trying to save the card, I guess, and you know he's trying to send Nate Diaz well, out. It, the, well, the fact is that he his behavior almost cost the card. You know, yeah, the, the fact that that starting the fight, <laughs> not making weight, not number one, not making weight, it's almost that almost cost the I mean, car. You heard all the whole conspiracy theory shit, right? Like, right, right. The the one thing that made me laugh that I was like, oh, what the fuck was that though? Like, how come there wasn't any really much footage on on the they called it the chaos or like the fucking oh right? How come no one's phone was out and seeing and, all that? And, you're, and he That's was like, a good point. and then. They were saying, you're telling me that, like, no one had their phone out or no one. And he said it was madness to the point where there was, like, tons of people and whatnot. But if you look at the footage, there's not that many people over there. There was probably, it's, like, it's 10. An interesting, it's exactly. an interesting so question. It's, but, but, no, but I'll say this. And, on, on like, I'm not a huge, like, Dana White fan necessarily. But I'll, but I'll say this on the other side of it not being like a conspiracy thing. Yeah. Is that if this turned out to be the better matchups. Oh, yeah. Why didn't they just have that? right up front they would have sold more right up front anyway does that make sense yeah if they sold it as diaz versus ferguson and hamza versus holland right from the get-go they wouldn't have had to go through all of that and look the matchmakers and the people that run the ufc are smarter at this business than we are they would they would know that so so i would say i don't think it was a big conspiracy to to get it here i think it just happened to fall the way people want it yeah um, just out of things that are out of the promotion's control. So, <laughs> but, uh, so how, so does Hamzat have to, before he could fight for a title, he's got to, they need to give him another fight to show that he could get to 170, right? Because the money fight oh, yeah. at Walter Wright would be Chimaya versus Usman. Yes. That's what, that's what people would want to see. fucking sick. Right? So, but now Usman still, he's got to earn it by like beating the champ, Leon Edwards. But do you think that fight happens though? Leon Edwards versus Usman? Yeah, because absolutely, like right, right after, like yes, it's coming yes. up. Yes, yes, it's got to be the next one. Because I beg to differ, Carlo. 
Where what what do you what do you think is the next one? I feel like something's gonna happen where they don't make this fight because maybe Usman kind of wakes waits a little bit. Doesn't fight, obviously, but I think maybe give maybe they give Edwards maybe about at least a year to be champion. Maybe it boosts um ratings in the UK or something like that or I don't know. You know that fucking crazy money play that some of these companies have, and yeah, but they want they want the money now. But do you think you know the rematch I mean? will what, generate that much, though? I think so because there are going to be people that are like, "What the fuck? Like, was that a lucky head kick?" People want to know. People want to know now. But dude, even though but do you see how proof the, that he drilled? No, no. I'm, 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 yeah, there's. I'm, proof like, I'm with you there. Yeah. There's proof that he drilled it, but yeah. I mean, still, he was fucking losing that fight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so do like, you want to see people, that again? People want people want to see. <laughs> okay, all right. Was it a fluke? Was no, it a fluke? Did no, you just get fucking no lucky? Fluke. No fluke. I think Edwards, for him to gen, for him to for you, you to head kick someone late that late into the fight, and and with perfect technique like that. I mean, dude, he's a, he's put his fucking work in. Look, uh, look we, we've seen enough fights to know that people throw head kicks out of desperation all the time oh, yeah, too. I, I love the way that he he kind of stuck with the plan. They were already kind of predicting that he was gonna he was gonna kind of like twitch to that side or whatever. But well, you know. I think honestly, I think they do the rematch in London, where be would make yeah. would have a big gate. They could really push it. See the the other way yeah, to play. It. How, Here, big, here's, how big here's, would it be if it comes out versus? Well, see, like here's the other way to Edwards play. Edwards in UK. So that would be that would be big, and what and here's what they would be hoping for. They would be hoping for Kamzat to win that, and then Usman gets the winner. Oh yeah, that would be fucking. That if you, would be if the you, fucking move. You look at the physicality of both Kamzat and and Usman, and have, oh, seeing yeah. that collide, that's what people I think are going to be really oh, interested in. And, and sadly, Leon Edwards, being the current champ, is going to be would be considered odd man out on this, and so it's going to be the onus is going to be on him to be like, no, I am the man. And he's got yeah. to beat whoever they put in front of him. And I think uh, the money play would would be the money play for the promotion would probably be the rematch between Edwards and Usman, and then uh, give Kamzat another fight, prove that he can make one seventy, and then Hamzat fights the winner of that. Mm. But who do you give Hamzat in the meantime? That's the thing. Like Colby's not going to fight him. There's no way. Mm. That would be that would be fucking interesting. That would be a good fight. That you know what? That would be interesting. Or Colby wins whatever fight he gets next, and he fights fucking Edwards. That would be a pretty good scrap. Ooh, that'd be that would be fascinating. But that means that would mean that. But see now, see now you got you got me really curious now. Now I'm thinking like Colby versus Kamzat. Damn, that would be, <laughs> that would be so a fucking. Scrap. That would be that would be fascinating. The pace on that would be fucking nuts, dude. Who would you get in that? I know we're getting ahead of ourselves. I'd still give it to Kamzat. Just because... The wrestling? I think it's the chain wrestling. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. they they both have great wrestling, but I I felt like... It was funny how every time freaking Holland Granby rolled, like, Kamzat knew what was going on. He just knew where to go. He shifted his weight and his hips were exactly on top. And then... He does. He gets flipped again, and he lands in that fucking Darce trap. You know, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. 
Holland Holland fought. He was fighting, man. I didn't. I didn't. I thought he was almost out. He had his elbow up. He had looked like there was space for him to breathe. Yeah. But just sometimes you're fighting. Well, that he hard got out for, for a little bit, and then he got back in there, and then put like, right back in, and it got tighter. And I think that's what yeah. fucked him over. Well, anyway, so be fascinating to see if Chamayev stays at welterweight. Maybe he moves up to middleweight. Who knows? Dude, what's his best uh, chance though? Like he's he's kind of nobody in 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 middleweight. Like he, he's not nobody, but like he's not really in the rankings. Like how he is in, in a welterweight. Sorry. He's not going to be able. But, um, well, they he's not going to be able. He's not going to be able to be as physical at middleweight. Oh yeah, he'd as he would be at welterweight. He'd have to have a fight. It exact exact, and like doesn't that kind of damage? Oh, yeah, the totally. goods too. If you kind of give him a feeder, I mean, what the hell are we doing over here? Yeah. If you're supposed to be the UFC. So it, it leaves for it leads to some exciting what ifs leading forward. I guess maybe I guess I don't know. I in in the fight world, I guess there's no such thing as bad publicity and bad behavior can still be rewarded as long as the boss gets paid. <laughs> yeah. And shit. Oh, like comes out what are we doing? Like, here, dude, he has artists? like <laughs> he has like over a million followers on Instagram. I think his YouTube channel is doing amazing. He's a big fucking draw. So it's like people that are complaining about the shift. It's one, like, look, look at him. He's the fucking villain of all villains right now. It's insane. Yeah, you, like, know, you need that shit. You know, Bisbing, Michael Bisbing pointed that out. It's just like he has just made himself from this week, like being the ultimate bad guy. Yeah, and people love to tune in to see what happens. Did to you those hear his fucking post fight interview? I kill you, a fucking motherfucker, dude! It's fucking yeah, hilarious. Yeah, Rog- Rogan still had to point out to him. He's trying Rogan for once being the voice of reason. Actually, yeah. say you know you still have to make weight once you know. I love <laughs> I how he was, did that. That was pretty. I really funny. like how he like, did that because it's like it's, everyone wants to know. Like, what I, are you I gonna know do? You feel like you're gonna kill everybody, but you still have to make weight, yeah, okay? <laughs> because can't say this you're whole, fucking killing this people. This whole fucking card fair. almost got blew up because he couldn't make weight. Yeah. So let's see what happens. Can he make? Can he make one seventy? Yeah, who do they get to match up? Let's see. Just don't give him the main event spot. Yeah, don't give you him know? like. Don't give him that. Give much him the co-main. <laughs> give him another Five free round card. Co-main, give him another fr- free card main event spot. That way he doesn't get to. He doesn't get any pay-per-view buys until he could prove he can yeah, consistently he make, make 170. Yeah. Hey, let's let's jump down to the third fight that got shuffled around because of all this bullshit. Yeah. Uh Li Jing Liang versus Daniel Rodriguez. Daniel Rodriguez uh won he's a decision. A soft. Uh, he, he won he's a decision. A pudgy. And I think Li Jing Liang got robbed. Oh, I dude, think he got robbed. Too. I thought I thought Lee landed more shots. I think this is a situation. A judging problem that you also you also see this problem in boxing yeah. where Lee didn't get enough credit for the body shots and some of the leg kicks Dude, that he, he was, was able to land. Dominating too, man. And I think it's one of those things where, in, like I'll say again, you, you see it in, in boxing where only certain fighters get credit for body punches due to mm-hmm. reputation. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of guys like Mickey Ward, Julio Cesar Chavez, Chavez Sr. Any Mexican fighter. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Miguel Cotto, he's from Puerto Rico. Um, uh, you know, they get the credit because that's their reputation. I don't I don't think anyone in MMA has that reputation yet no. where they could get that type of credit. So I think Lee should have gotten credit for not just the leg kicks, but the body punches as well. I think it got robbed. And it, 
It was so much so that Daniel Rodriguez is actually calling for a rematch because people are talking shit to him, oh, telling man. him that he robbed, that Lee should have won that fight. So De- you rarely see that where the winner is calling for a rematch because he wants to prove people yeah, wrong. Good for him. So interesting. I, I think this fight was unfairly booed in the third round because it was kind of a methodical fight on the feet. Well, dude, that's a new fucking and they, opponent. Man. Exactly, Sean. They weren't planning for each other. They're figuring each other yeah. out right there live. Uh, so what do, you, I would be what do you guys expect? Fuck. I'd be interested in, in a rematch <laughs> yeah. and see what Full the camp. strategy would, how the strategy would change knowing that they have each other as for sure the opponent they're going to see that night. So that, that's what I saw. What did you see? Did, so I, I wasn't just lying to myself thinking oh, that man. Lee should have won that fight, right? I thought Lee, I thought it should have been 30, 27. Honestly. Actually two to, mm. two to one. Sorry about that. Oh, two, no, two rounds to one yeah, for Lee. Yeah. And I don't know, Daniel Rodriguez, like I said, he looked a little soft around the edges over there. I don't know if he's been training. It looks like he's got a couple more tattoos. But, yeah, he's, I mean, I, I remember him having a little bit more crispier striking, though, for sure. Mm, mm. But I guess Lee is just that elusive i guess you know it was kind of cool when they were showing the countdown and all that other stuff dude that guy eats like a straight up like he he you know he still eats rice still eats like soy sauce based like he he just like he like he eats normal but he's like he's a big fucking dude too man he looks like a big fucking dude but you're talking about legion yeah like yeah he still looks i mean he looks like an action figure he's fucking huge while eating like a normal like person. Eating, eating Damn. Like a normal person. Don't you hate don't you hate those people? <laughs> yeah, for real. A normal Asian person. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Well, um, were there any other fights on this card yeah, that you watched dude, that you really wanted to shout out? The that fucking you wanted to pull Irene, some attention to? Irene Aldana versus Macy Shiazon. Remember mm. uh Irene Aldana, she's the one that fucking she's the she's one of the the few women fighters over there that can knock people out. And man, she knocked Macy out with a uh, an up kick to the fucking liver. Yes, dude. yes. Up kick to can the liver. Can you like, believe well, everyone's going to be make, training that shit? Can I make, can I make a slight uh, yeah. a, adjustment? It wasn't an up kick necessarily. Was it it was an axe kick. It was an ah, axe yes, kick yes, yes. from the ground. So lying down, she delivered an axe kick to the liver. Now, I'm going to admit this. When it when it happened, and you then the axe shoulder went out or something? I thought something like that. Yeah, but yeah, then when too. they slowed it down, they showed the heel into the liver and um, Macy went down. We're like, oh shit, that, that that legit hurts. When they asked her, oh, did you drill that oh, in God. the gym? She said, yeah. <laughs> nah, dude, and I'm in the bar. It. I'm in the bar and I yell hella loud, liar. Because <laughs> I'm just like, no. Like, okay, maybe, maybe they drilled that once. But there's no way it's just like, hey, you're going to throw an axe kick to the liver it's from a, the guard position. Give me a break. <laughs> but, you know, that the credit goes to Aldana for throwing the kick. Macy has to learn to protect yourself when someone's open guard. You're standing in someone's open yeah. guard. Kicks oh. are live. Kicks People, are live. They're going to be drilling that shit. It's a legit right, kick. Everyone. It's a legit kick. Just don't tell me you Start. were drilling it before this. Axe, you said axe kicking, right? <laughs> yeah. Axe, axe kick. Axe kick from the back. Pads, guys. Axe, axe kick from your back. From your back. That's usually a standing technique. <laughs> from your back, you see it. You actually see people do it, but they usually do yeah. it 
out of kind of desperation to just try to create space. Yeah. So it is it was an impressive knockout. I'm not gonna take that away from you, but I I, I just don't believe you were like no, you're gonna do an yeah. axe kick to Come the liver on. from the grounded position. Give me a break. I had a code word <laughs> for it. Sapatero. No. Sapatero. Hey, that that was shocking though. That was shocking. How about uh uh your boy Johnny Walker oh, versus Kutelaba? You looked impressive. It was a job I, versus job because someone uh, was gonna get fired. Uh, I think I'm going to give myself a shut up white belt to Carlo for calling. I think I called this wrong. I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I picked Johnny Walker for this one. Um, you picked the green but, Hulk. Uh, yes, I did. Or the green, or the Russian green Hulk. <laughs> but uh, Dan, Johnny Walker looked good. He did. He looked good, man. He had a good dancing partner. Uh, you know what? You're right. It does take two to tango. Yeah. So you have a point there, sir. Put that motherfucker against this Hylaton fucking... Jailton Almeida, dude, that would be a fucking fight. Hey, did you hear about what happened to Johnny Walker after the fight? He got kicked out of the arena. Why? Well, he left the lock. So his, his fight's done. He left the locker room to go out into the arena to watch the fight. And he was just in his fight shorts. I think he was still wrapped up too with his tape uh-huh. on his hands. Um, he didn't even have shoes or slides or flip-flops on. And because he's a fighter, but he didn't have a ticket... Oh, they fuck. kicked him out of the the arena. There's like footage of him outside the arena after getting kicked out. Can you believe that fucking shit? That I is mean, fucking. That is there, there fucking. There has to be like a fucking walkie-talkie. There's got to be a way to communicate. Like, hey, this guy who just fought on the main card, uh, he, he doesn't have a here. ticket. Is there a place where he could just sit and watch the fights? I guess he should have stayed in the back and watched on the monitor. But that's fucked up. If that's true, that's oh, totally fucked up. There's footage and, and whatnot. You could find it online, guys. Really fucked up. Poor Johnny Walker. What First a your name fucking back. clusterfuck <laughs> of a fucking event, huh? Uh, oh, right. Up and down, right? Fight yeah. week, weigh-ins, matchups, kicking out a main card guy. Boo. Yeah. But they still made their nut. What are you going to yeah. do? <laughs> Speaking of uh, Jailton Almeida, that motherfucker. Dude, he got, he got that sick rear naked choke on that... Uh, Anton Turk Turkle Turkulj. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, Anton Turkaj. Turkaj. Rear naked choke. Well, how many rounds did that go? Do you remember? Uh, it was a rear one, naked choke in round, round one. Oh, yeah. dang. Okay. All right. All right. Good how about for Chris you. Barnett versus a Jake Collier? That was a fucking Chris Barnett scrap, pull, pulling dude. pulling a victory out of the jaws of defeat. Uh, he also, Chris Barnett has the distinction of being one of the few guys I could ever remember uh, not making the heavyweight limit Dude. on the scale. See, wait, and he's not like even two, that tall. Two, 267 and a half or something. Yeah. <laughs> so you got the Fuck. most you could weigh, the most you could weigh is 266. Oh. Well, 265 is the, the limit. They give you a one yeah. pound in a non title fight. So he, he was allowed to weigh 266, comes in at 267 and a half. Oh my God. <laughs> But uh, that's a that's a guy, dude. That guy's fun to watch. But he, Barnett's that fun means to watch. if he didn't make weight, that means he's in, ineligible for a bonus, right? I think there's that, and I I forget the exact rule, but I do think they take a percentage of your purse. Yeah, I think it's like, and they and I think they give it to your opponent. Oh, <laughs> so Jay Collier is like, hey, I don't give a Jake, fuck, <laughs> Jake, dude. It's like I lost. That's the way, it, I blew bro. My load. That's the way it should be. I mean, you don't make weight. You you got to pay up to your opponent that if he if they make weight. Yeah. So I agree with that. I agree with that. 
You want to talk about the the fights this weekend for the UFC? Yeah, man. Damn. Corey Sandhagen not a bad versus card. Songya Dong. Yeah, not not bad at all. They're fighting at Walter at Bantamweight. Excuse me, not Walter. Right? Bantamweight. Walter. Chris. Walter. Right? Yeah, that would that'd be ten cheeseburgers later for both of them. Uh, <laughs> Sandhagen versus Song. How do you see this fight man, playing I've, out this Saturday, guys? This Saturday. I've been following Songya Dong for long. I mean, for as long as he's been in the UFC, and he's. Super explosive, but power striker. Yeah, yeah, power striker. You know, alpha male product. Uh, Corey Sanhagen, man, he's just such an all-around. Was he interim champion? No, no I think right? he fought for for it. the interim. I think he fought. Yeah, I think he might have fought for it. Um, but man, but he never held that belt. Mm. He's a dynamic striker, striker Sanhagen, and Turkey on the ground, not like a. Not like a submission artist necessarily, but when he Control. gets in top, yeah, when he gets in top position, also he knows how to yeah. volume out that that ground and pound. So that I think the big question mark for this fight is Sonya Dong's wrestling. Yeah, because he's been he's been dominated on the, on the ground before. Yeah, and uh, and is his power striking enough to deal with the way Sanhagen moves around? Uh, Sanhagen's tricky on the feet. He's yeah. got some. He's got some sweet combinations. Who do you got for this one? Fuck, man. Well, I'll I'll go first. I'm yeah. gonna go with Sanhagen because it's a five round fight. I think five rounds is gonna be a factor. Oh man, Songya Dong. Songya Dong is a power striker. I I could see his style wearing down after the third round if he's not able to land like a power shot on Sanhagen. Yeah. He's probably going to start giving up or start taking desperation shit. Desperation shots. Fuck, man. I'm just going to go with, just for the sake of competition, I'm going to go with Song just because, you know, that's my, I follow him on Instagram. How does he do it? How how does Song get victory here? How how does he need to? Okay. Early early in the fight? You think he'll have the power in the later rounds? I think mid. I'll say mid fight. TKO Mm -hmm. mid fight. Say third round. Okay. I, th- I could see Sanhagen outpointing Song yeah. for five rounds. Okay. I could see that. You want to bet? Uh, you want to bet a, a, a bet a drink? A respo? Yeah, a, a, re- okay. a repo, rep- re- reposado. Fuck! I've been saying I've been saying it wrong the whole fucking time. You get me on tequila, your, and I'm saying the wrong shit. All your Mexican <laughs> friends are just like, don't correct them, don't correct them. Just let them let them say it wrong. Respo, reposado. Fuck. Rep- rep- say it with me, Sean. Reposado. Can Close I get enough. a, a Casamigos <laughs> Reposado? Repo. Just say Repo. Dude, I went to Costco, right? And I was looking for the Casamigos. They only have the Blanco. Every They fucking only have the Blanco of like, they have Don Julio uh, Reposado, but they don't Don have... Julio Repo's good too. Don Julio Repo is pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all, dude. I'm gonna get on that joint. I'm going to have some. I'm going to have some at my house. Hey, there you go. Now you are now you are a, I'm a professional classy, fucking You are alcoholic. a classy gentleman. <laughs> All right, let's let's no, better repo. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll better repo. I'll I, I'll take Corey Sanhagen. You take Song. All right. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting. I think it it's not going to be as clear cut as it is in my head, but uh, I'm hoping for a good fight. It should be a pretty decent yeah. scrap. How about a uh, Chitty and Jacona? Jacoani Reposado versus <laughs> Gregory Reposado. Gregory Rodriguez, Gregory the Reposado Rodriguez. <laughs> no, uh, I'm going chitty, dude, bro. I'm going chitty. Dude, man, I am a fan of 
Inja Kawani style. I think where he might run into trouble, so Gregory Rodriguez is a flurry power striker that will lead into a takedown. And yeah. I think even though Inja Kawani is, I think he's questionable on the ground. He's got good instincts on the ground. He's shown that in his past fights, but I think uh, it's just, oof, God, man. And Andrew Kwan is also strong in the clinch. He's a long striker. He's got strong clinch knees. Oh, God. But if it goes yeah. to the ground and you know, Rodriguez has got decent takedowns, fuck, man. And Andrew Kwan is too comfortable fighting backwards, which he, he could score and he could hurt you going backwards. But Rodriguez, he will, he will come forward. I'm going to go with Rodriguez yeah. because of the takedowns. Okay. I'm going to go with Rodriguez here. You're okay. going to go Andrew Kwan? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm circling this then. Sanhagen for me. Rodriguez. Even though I'm a fan of Njokwani's style. Me too. Like I, I like guys who are confident throwing strikes, moving backwards, and keeping that distance. I, I like it. I like it. How yeah, do how just, does Enjik, how does Enjikwani win this one then? He's gonna keep distance and pick him apart. Ooh, probably knocks, okay. Probably a TKO. Oh, first knock first round TKO. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Rodriguez as a decision. I think he'll ride out a decision. I don't think he's gonna want to fuck around like with that. the striking. Dude, what the fuck? Andre Philly still doing this damn thing. Good for him. You're your boy. That's your boy, man. Yeah. But you guys, if you guys didn't know, Sean is president of the Andre Philly fan club. Yep. <laughs> if there is one, he's the, same, the president of it. I have the same tattoo <laughs> on my neck. <laughs> so a butterfly in your the smaller back. Yeah, yeah, the tramp no, okay. or the tribal, the tribal <laughs> tattoo that goes all the way around my arm. There you go. There you go. Or the ever popular dragon that starts from your ass and goes all the way <laughs> to, to your chest. See, now you're going next level here. <laughs> Andre Philly versus Bill Aljo. I think this how, is his retirement how do you see fight. this? I, okay, so if it's his retirement fight, you think Andre Philly goes out on a win? No, he loses. He dude, really? Lost, how does he lose? How does he lose? Three in a row, dude. Two, he got fucked. He got fucked over. I think it's how's he lose this time? I mean, Bill Algio. He's like a, he's got like a score. But uh, Bill has more of like a scoring Agreed. striking style. Like Agreed. he doesn't he doesn't go in there to try to t- peel your jaw off your face. He's trying to point kind of points point fight. It's kind of point fight, but a kind of a yeah. fun style of point fighting. Like he's yeah. not boring, and he's got decent. What you what you like to call anti wrestling? Yeah, we get taken down. He knows how to scramble to his feet. I like that Andre Philly is like like as, has a scrappy striking style that will lead to takedowns. I'm gonna go with your boy Andre on this one. Mm. I'm a fan of Bills, but I'm gonna go with your boy Andre. I think if if you think this might be the last ride for him, at least here in the <laughs> UFC, I think he's gonna try to go out like with a victory. Do you think he'll he'll retire? He's thirty two. No. Okay. No, he won't retire. But does he get released though if he loses his fight? Because dude, he's, he's lost three in a row. Man. Yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, unless it's like he's only been fighting ex- once a year. Yeah. If this is like a super exciting kind of deal, they'll they'll keep him even if he loses. Oh, if true. it's super exciting, they'll keep him. True. He's like one of those guys. Because of like fans like you. Because of fans like yeah, you. Yeah. You know, hardcore. Folks are going to follow him. They're going to cheer him. Get, get matching tattoos. Same tattoos. I said, I want the Andre Philly neck tattoo. And they were like, <laughs> you got it. Say no more. <laughs> I know exactly what you are. 
Who, who, so, okay. So I'm going with Andre. You're, you're not I'm sure gonna go, yet? I'm going to go with Bill Ojeo, man. Okay. All right. I, I like Bill's style. I like Bill's style of fighting. It's like he's the got, modern. His, his, kicks, his kicks are very kind of like uh, taekwondo karate uh, flavor to it. Uh, he's pretty sharp at those. So I, I like his style. Mm-hmm. Who else, who else on, the, on this card are you looking forward to? Uh, let's see. I'm looking Tan- forward to... Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Tanner Bowser bring, coming back. Uh, uh, versus Rodrigo Nascimento. Yeah. All right. Then, who you um, got for that? That, that, that? that is a big gap in experience between those two. That is. Like, um, Tanner Bowser's got almost 30 fights and Rodrigo's got like 10? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fuck. But Tanner again, I, I, he lapped them already, dude. I guess as Twice. we know in MMA, sometimes these numbers aren't what they seem depending on what organizations you're coming from. Yeah. So who knows with that? Uh, what other fight on this one are you looking forward uh, to? I'm looking forward to Mr. Mark Andre Berriolt. He should hopefully win that fight. And then, uh, Aspen lad versus Sarah McMahon. That's kind of a cool. I'm looking forward to, to Denise yeah. Gomez versus Ooh, yes. Loma Luke yes, Bonney. Yes, yes. I'm a big fan of Loma Luke Bonney because she's one of the few MMA fighters coming from a, a Muay Thai background that's been able to transition yeah. the Muay Thai style clinch fighting into a successful MMA career where she just beats fighters up in the standing clinch with her mm-hmm. knees and elbows while avoiding some of the, the takedowns that you always have to worry about MMA. So I'm I'm looking forward to see how Luke Bonney uh, improves from her last fight. Uh, she lost her last one, so I'm rooting for uh, Luke Bonney on this one. Nice, me too, man. Uh, Louis Kosk, I remember I photographed his uh, fight over here in San Francisco. He's going against Trevin Giles, though. Trevin Giles is a beast, man. So I'm gonna go with Trevin. And then uh, how about uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, uh, Javid about- Basharat. That oh, okay. dude, he's a he's a pretty. He's a hot prospect coming up. His brother just fought on the Contender Series yesterday. Got a contract also. So there's another pair of brothers, the Basharat brothers. How about Maria Agapova versus yeah, Julian dude, that's Robertson? A good, that's a good fight do you, too. Do you think Julian Robertson will be able to impose her jiu-jitsu? No. Ah, well, that's very direct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she she hasn't been looking good lately, but uh, it, I mean, I noticed that when she gets hit, she she can't really take it and mm, her, her yeah. is like I agree she's, she's I agree with that man. call I agree with that call I mean if she you know she's lost by submission before so it's like and she's also given some fucking submission so you never know I think Agapova just has a little bit more grit and uh, Jillian she's, uh, Robertson her boobs her boobs are bigger so <laughs> <laughs> would you agree Agapova is just more well-rounded and even though Jillian Robertson is more of a jiu-jitsu specialist yes. her jiu-jitsu skill is not so much higher to the point where as soon as it hits the ground all of a sudden it's game over like she's not good enough in jiu-jitsu she's great at jiu-jitsu but she's not good enough where she's going to overwhelm Agapova yeah, on the ground no, right because no. then the, you know their levels are going to crash so it's like I bet you Robertson's jiu-jitsu is good against some of her training partners, but not against probably Agapova because she probably has some pretty good anti-wrestling and maybe some some good defense. So, yeah, there's going to be a gap. Mm. All right. I like that call, man. I like that call. Hey, you guys, uh, watch those fights or hit us up on our Instagram 
let us know what you think about these fights. Uh, and I want to be able to shout out anybody that gives me some interesting takes on, on this weekend. And uh, we'll make sure we mention you next week. Like we mentioned some of our followers yeah, this episode. So hit us up, guys. Hit us up. Yeah. You want you want to talk about some news? Yeah. I man. got I got I got I got one topic I want to talk about. Um yeah. so I guess Dwayne The Rock Johnson has a shoe called Project Rock. They okay. are now the official footwear for UFC fighters. So that means <laughs> is that, during is that, hold on. Yeah. Is that the one that Nate Diaz was clowning? Yeah, he was like, this shoe's hella fucking sucks. <laughs> so uh so the rules, the way it goes, guys, in case you do not know, are. is that if this is the official gear of the UFC, then you're required to wear it on fight week during appearances such as you know, press conferences, oh weigh-ins, things like that. Hundred dollars, dude. Now, I, I'm not a big sneakerhead, so I don't know much about shoes. But I do know that if you're going to have these fighters wear this this stuff, you should at least maybe, I don't know, pay them out, have them get, <laughs> get a share of the the money that uh, Project on, Rock, Rock is paying the UFC uh, to have their shoe featured at these events. And the big hubbub about it is that the fighters get Zero cut what? of the sponsorship money that Project Rock is paying the UFC for uh, their footwear being represented at these UFC events. So there's that. <laughs> oh the That's first, a weird thing. The first thing it says also on the description of the shoe is official footwear of the UFC, like right off the bat. Yeah, I and they made a big announcement during the last UFC event um, that Get this past weekend. So. I mean, it's like it. I think it's the same thing with uh, Crypto.com when Crypto.com announced a partnership with the UFC. I think fighters also did not get a cut of that sponsorship uh, money uh, that went to that went straight to the company. Dude. So uh, at yeah. least have some different um, fucking styles, guys. Fuck! It even says UFC so, in there. Who the fuck is gonna wear that? Sean, are you, are you a big sneakerhead? No, I don't buy shoes no. at all. But you're looking at this thing and you're like, you wouldn't wear that shit. <laughs> You know, Under Armour makes uh, the other Project Rock ones look really good. They almost look like Adidas Boost, Adidas like Ultra Boost, that, you know, mm -hmm. those popular shoes. But the okay. UFC ones, they didn't do any fucking favors for that shoe. Damn. What's like, up with if that? If you look like, at remember? the other shoes, like I would wear those other shoes. It just says aesthetics look like it looks modern. It looks, it doesn't look right. like you're a dick or a douche. So the, so the Project Rock shoes that are not they UFC look, related, they look They fine. look great. Okay, but but the, but the ones they made for the UFC are the terrible UFC looking. Are oh, terrible. That's a bad. What what were they, what were they going for? Damn. Hey guys, do us another favor. Uh, look at these Project Rock shoes for the UFC <laughs> and hit us up. Let us know what you think. Would we you wanna, rock we, those? Would you rock? Shoes? Yeah. Good question, Sean. Like, would you run down you rock, fucking? Would you be running down Embarcadero in your fucking yuppie ass fucking UFC? <laughs> <laughs> Project Rock fucking running shoes. Fuck that. <laughs> dude, you look like a total asshole running down a thing with all this UFC fucking gear, dude. 
Well, I guess we got um, Sean's judgment on that deal. And so then, num- and so number s- one, <laughs> zero, zero money, extra money for the fighters. And number two, it's a, it's a terrible shoe. <laughs> I feel bad now because I saw, I saw um, Eddie Bravo at the 10th Planet Oakland opening wearing a Tony Ferguson um, kit. Well, it's supporting his guy yeah. because if you buy the fighter kit, then the fighter gets a share of that money. And so no one ever buys those kids. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta present, you gotta wear, you got, what am I trying to say? Trying to sell and produce stuff that people will want to rock. You know, you yeah. want to, it's shit that you, people will want to wear. Like uh, they should just make every shoe look like a Jordan, you know? Try not to get sued by night. <laughs> <I know>. uh, <laughs> uh, what other MMA news did you want to talk about uh, this week, uh, dude? Sean? Have you uh, have you been watching the uh, Contender series? I have not, but I've been seeing the highlights. Dude, there have was, been some vicious ass knockouts going on to Contender there was a series. Head kick last night. Oh my mm-hmm. god! I saw that highlight. I saw that highlight. Poor so fucking some- girl. That ch- the 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 her name was Bruna Brazil or something like that. Dude, mm-hmm. she's tall. She's fucking, you know, crazy fucking striker. Like she was a f- huge fan of Anderson Silva and whatnot. Yeah, damn, snapped our like, head kick snapped, to that. Yeah, round kick to that girl's face. But that girl and just was put undersized for the weight class, though. It I looked mean, like fought. it. It yeah. looked like it was. Super you didn't have short. to reach very high to get that head kick. Yeah. To be honest, I think that was even <laughs> straw weight. She should be. She should go to Adam Weight, but there's no Adam Weight. There's no Adam Weight. Yeah. yeah, go to go to one FC. That, chick, that chick's <laughs> gonna be a problem though. She has a lot of skill, man. And you know, like you could just feel every time there's like they hyped some fucking Brazilian on there, they're either really fucking good or they're just underwhelming. And it was just like, man, <laughs> those motherfuckers on there are fucking pretty good. Well, that's good to know. They got the the talent uh pipeline. Yeah, and I'll running you know, strong. I'll, ahead of time, I'll just read the fucking I'll just read the the results because I can't watch it live anyway, but I'll read the results and I'll watch it later, but I'll fast forward through all the shit fights. And you just look at all the good fights. Dude, some of the talent coming out there, that's where you're going to get your next champ for sure is a fucking contender series. Okay. Well, Instead okay, of the you guys, ultimate you fighter. Guys heard it, Fuck. You, you ultimate guys fighter, heard it here dude. first from Sean. Yeah. The contender series is to watch, is where to watch for the future stars of the sport. Yeah. The Contender Series, okay. Yeah. So we get a free. Hey, we're plugging your show, ESPN Plus. You better yeah, sponsor dude. us. Come on, give us a fucking <laughs> membership at least. <laughs> give me the fucking premiere package with Hulu and fucking Disney Plus. Uh, and then uh, let me talk about something that's kind of MMA adjacent. Okay. Uh, One FC has committed to investing what amounts to about a hundred million dollars. To grow uh, Muay Thai worldwide, so this is going to include. This is going to include this, though. Yeah, this is going to include hosting uh, at least fifty-two events at the famous Lumpini Stadium in Thailand, and And they're promising that. That I think that's one of the things they're trying to work on, on doing, on trying to get that going. So hopefully, it'll it'll lead to uh, higher fight purses for these Muay Thai fighters. Um, Hopefully, more events all over. Uh, Southeast Asia. Dude, um, that'd be sick, dude. This is a big thing. It's a big thing to invest money in a sport. You got to be willing to lose your shirt on some of these things before you see it pay off at the end. And so this is a big deal because they made this announcement at Lumpini Stadium and promoters from other stadiums actually attended this press conference to show support for it. So it's just 
hopefully it grows Muay Thai um, uh, even more. So that's that's a bit of good news. And also this weekend in grappling news, we talked about it earlier. ADCC, um, big fucking deal, big fucking tournament. Um, the essentially the Olympics of grappling, you could call it. <laughs> no, the Olympics of a, of a prof- you don't think so? You don't think it's the Olympics of professional grappling? Submission sense, grappling. If you're talking about steroids, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Okay. okay. All right. If if steroids was legal in the Olympics, this is the legal is the steroid fucking... Olympics of professional grappling. How long are we going to fucking stand around here and be like, dude, just create a league where you could do whatever the fuck you want. And let's, you know, they already did. They just, not, they're just not saying it out loud. Sean. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're letting them do all the drugs in the world. Come on. So that's this weekend. So if any of you, you guys have friends that are, way into jujitsu and for some reason all weekend they go dark they're not coming out Mm. you know they're not going out to that barbecue or that pot like (laughs) you 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 started for saturday and sunday they're in front of their their device or however they watch (laughs) things on flowgrappling.com watching adcc um the big super fight on that card is gordon ryan versus andre galval uh who do you have for that match sean i'm curious you know, I fucking, I'm all over fucking Gordon Ryan's nuts, dude. Like everybody else. <laughs> you're all Come over. On. So you're so much on his nuts that the yeah, steroids dude. is leaking it's on your leaking chin. Leaking on my face. Sean, it's, you're starting to grow hair where he's blo- you shouldn't have hair. He's, he's <laughs> jizzing steroids all over my face. <laughs> dude. Yeah, man. I, I mean, come on. He's I'm, younger. I'm fan, he's dude. bigger. He makes a ton of fucking money. Like he's, he's I mean, he's great. It, it, it's it's going to be interesting. You know, Galvao is 38 now. He's dominated ADCC super fights for almost a decade. But it's kind of the end of the road, right? Yeah. The the younger Hungry Lion is knocking at the door, ready for the kill. That motherfucker, so, okay. th- dude, Andre Galvao's head is the size of like... <laughs> Oh my god! It's like it's like three melons. <laughs> <laughs> he almost looks like that comic character Juggernaut. You know? Yeah, like you know that. that's a good call. But you know he's living that good life, man. He's got a yeah, very successful him. school, Schools, Atos, yeah. the Associate Academies as well. Yeah. You're happy for a guy like that. But I think this should be the last. This should be the swan song for Galvao. Yeah, for sure, he was supposed to retire after the last ADCC two years ago when he beat Felipe Pena. Um, but I guess money money talks. Get so wait, a lot of guys to do a lot of things. Thing. Does is it one of those things where? The people in the super fights, they don't compete in the ADCC, right? So the way I understand this, and again, someone could hit me up if I'm wrong, but I believe Gordon Ryan is going to still compete in his weight division in the tournament. Oh, damn. And, and, still do, and do the super fucker? fight. I believe so. Damn. I believe so. What a gangster. See? 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 Steroids wins, guys. Steroids wins, guys. <laughs> you just got to do enough TRT and steroids to get you by and get you jacked to the gills then that's how you get the six figure paychecks that's how you get a bunch of money from fucking bjj fanatics <laughs> hey, they, should just, they should just call adcc all drugs can compete whoa <laughs> there you, did you go. just make that up right now yeah did you just make that up yeah, right yeah. now adcc all drugs can compete wow yeah, there you go sean's on one put, right now, put guys. the shirts on the printers Guys, it's a Wednesday night and Sean's brain is just still revving. I hope you're very impressed. Yeah. He's thinking about how to like 
name things. He's thinking about Gordon Ryan jizzing on his face. On his face. He's all over it, guys. He's all over it. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a weird pivot, but yeah. we we wouldn't be an MMA podcast without acknowledging that the MMA world lost one of its own recently. Elias Theodoru oh, uh, passed away after a battle with colon cancer, uh, age 34. Um, he kept that battle with cancer very quiet. People didn't know that he was um, fighting it until he passed away for a lot of, for, for those of us who weren't close to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so our condolences to his friends and family. Uh, I think it speaks, I know I, I joke a lot about how um, douchey the MMA community can sometimes be. Yeah. But sometimes when something like this happens, uh, the community kind of comes out and says a lot of nice things about the dearly yeah. departed. He was, and so it is nice to hear. Cool. Uh, I haven't read one negative thing about the guy. Yeah. Uh, and so a, a sad loss for the MMA community. And um, if it's colon cancer, uh, I guess those of us who are getting to be a certain age, make sure you guys get checked. Yeah. Get checked. Early detection is the key to defeating cancer, guys. So do what you can for yourselves and for your loved ones, please. Yeah. Speaking of cancer, I just want to shout out. I uh, found out one of my boys, one of my mentors, actually, in video. Um, you know, he kept it a secret for a really long time. And to the point where now he's kind of just, he's, you know, he's he's not doing good. So, you know, I just want to give a shout out to my man, my, my mentor, Dex Beats. Uh, if you don't know him, you had to have known. I mean, he's, you know. He's still here, but I don't know how much time he has. So just want to shout him out because he's, you know, he's changed my life. So shout out to Dex Beats. Send out good good vibes, fam. Good yeah. vibes to Give Dex Beats, man. Give him some prayers, man, because he, he could use them right now. Is um is some of his work available to see online oh, on big Instagram? Big What's his, uh, does he have an Instagram handle or is he yeah, too big time Dex for Beats. Instagram? Okay, Dex Beats. All right, yeah. guys. Check him out, guys. Um, Great dude. Um, hey, do us a favor. Why don't, on on your story, Sean, uh, like uh, put up like a link to his uh page, so yeah, that yeah. Uh, some of us could go check out his check out this man's work. Um, yeah. we'd be excited to take a look at that. Uh, let's uh wrap things up and talk about this weekend. Uh, what's going on with you, bud? Uh, just gonna probably finish out probably th- Friday with some training. Uh, probably train tomorrow. Probably train. Friday afternoon and uh, probably not do anything too crazy. We're we're trying to stay a little bit low key only because uh, we're just trying to get used to having two kids in school and dude, we've been mm. cleaning our house. Like, man, like it feels good to have a clean house. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now, now that the kids are out of the house, we can that's what I'm saying. Get like, done. Sometimes we'll done. throw my kids to my my parents on the weekends. Like, hey, we need to clean our house, and we literally clean our house good for like for the you. whole day. Hey man, and good on you getting getting back into training, getting back into swinging things. I know yeah, like a man. week ago you yeah. were having a rough time with That's it, and I'm I'm glad it I'm glad it's uh you're you're hopefully this means you're turning a corner, finding a rhythm for yourself, and rewarding yourself. Be good to yourself and appreciate yeah. what you can do on the training mat, dude. Agreed, man. So I'm I'm happy for you. Yeah, thanks um, to, thanks to you know our our meetup and and all the words that you said, and even from the people that had suggestions, it really helps because you know. 
COVID's been crazy. Sometimes you feel like you're by yourself, but when you have the podcast, it's like uh, it's like my family, you know. Hey, hey. And, and for this weekend, this Saturday, um, a rare occur- occurrence, there's going to be a Muay Thai event in oh, San Francisco shit. at the Scottish Rite. Yeah, it's going to be at the Scottish Rite uh, Masonic Center. It's called Legends Muay Thai Promotions. You could uh, check them out at legendspromotions.com. Uh, they also have an Instagram page. So in the morning, there'll be point kickboxing. Uh, and then in the afternoon, there'll be the fallen amateur fights. Uh me and Coach Armando of Omega Martial Arts. We've got two fighters on the card. Hey, Ray Val- check him out. Ray Valetti is on the card. Check out his Instagram. Um, Ray Ray. <laughs> Ray. And also um, <laughs> Matt Cox is um, our guy. Matt hey, Cox, he's Matt. fighting, for, he's fighting for a title. Fighting for a title, uh, the promotional title at 135. So we're Get excited it, about... Uh, Get that. <laughs> we're excited to get some action in against some of these really good oh, opponents man, that we're facing this weekend. Busy, bro. I'll, I'll be busy. I'll be busy. Saturday, also Friday, the Wayans are going to be uh, in Berkeley, and then the Berkeley? Uh, what the fuck? Yeah, at the at the uh, Thai Temple in Berkeley. Oh. Um, and then uh, the fights will be at the Scottish Rite Temple. Masonic Center. If you guys don't know where yeah, the Masonic the Center is, at the Thai Temple, fucking crusade. Don't ask me. I'm not the one. I'm not the one running it. Uh, <laughs> Aren't you disturbing them? But like the event. Is. But you know that that temple on the weekends, they're used to having crowds because they sell food on the weekends. Oh, so it's they're, like they're a used Thai market or something. A little bit, a little bit. It's Dude. an interesting. It's an interesting deal. If you guys check it out uh, in Berkeley on the weekends, I think particularly Sunday, um, they have really good eats there. Uh, so check it out in Berkeley. Um, but uh, if you don't know where the event's going to be this Saturday, uh, the Masonic Center on 19th Avenue and Sloat, right across the street from Stern Grove. So that's this Saturday. Uh, PKB's at 10. Uh, Muay Thai fights at 1.30. So oh, that is where I will be. Uh, pretty not cheap. <laughs> oh, what? I believe. They Chris, Sam, at, come on, buddy. I believe they start at $60. Is there a table? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm I'll not sure up. what the setup Legends. is looking at. Yeah, legendspromotions.com. And I, I could I could send you the link too, dude. Right. Uh, if you wanted to check that out. So that I'm is just gonna what be part I'm of to I'm just gonna weekend. be a, a hidden uh I'm the fucking camera dude. Just, there you go. I'll just be like, hey, Cox, I'm one of Cox's fucking videographers, make, man. Get make the up, fuck off me, bro. Make up some <laughs> uh press credentials. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that was sick. But other than that, so probably because of this, I don't know if I'll be able to watch the UFC live. So I will be catching up on it I'm just the following text it day. And blow it for you. <laughs> hey, no, I don't mind it actually at all because um, I found actually that even if I already know the result of certain fights, fights always exist. or a lot of fights, yeah. I still enjoy it. I still enjoy it. It doesn't ruin my enjoyment of, of You're some of these fucking fights. legit fucking fight fan. I try to. I'm trying my best. I'm trying to learn, man. I'm trying to learn from these these young guns that yeah. are just fucking like roided up and uh training five times a day dude i can't wait to be on trt once i hit 50 man it's what, what like are you waiting for what full are you dose to? why can't you go right now i don't you, i, I like, don't ha- I, like still, I think tested. i still have enough test testosterone like all right. i don't think they'll give right. me an exemption you know? <laughs> therapy i just need a i just exemption. need a fucking doctor's note to get jacked <laughs> just have a fucking I can't wait to have biceps again. <laughs> my hog is just like veins and shit. Like, 
and totally small now. Yeah, just a little choder. Dude. This episode's taking a weird turn. Where, where, let's go. You know, I think this is a good place to wrap up. Buddy. There you go. Don't forget to uh, hit that subscribe button, guys. And don't forget to follow us on our Instagrams. Mine's Sean underscore Pierre underscore. What's yours, Carlo? Hopkey1 on Instagram, guys. Hit us up. Don't forget to visit Magala Jiu-Jitsu. Congrats, guys. Any, again, congrats to anyone that competed, all the schools or whatever, over at the Jiu-Jitsu World League. I heard it was a good tournament. Good tournament. Uh, good turnout also. Uh, fight culture in Daly City. Evolve Training Center in South City. And Omni Movement. Hey, check Hercules. us out in, in Hercules. Check us out uh Hakira <laughs> USA with Coljaldo Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Golden Pizza Muay Thai here in San Francisco. Hey. Also, check out our friends in Oakland, Pacific Ring Sports. They've got a crew that's coming out to fight on Saturday as oh, well. Shit. So Are we're they all excited. gonna fucking do the white crew. Come on, guys. Don't do it. Why not? You don't like the white crew? I love it. I think, uh, but then sometimes Crew I think Sam they only plays allow- this weird music. I think they only are going to allow just sealing the ring. I don't think they're going to. There's going to be 23 full-on amateur fights on the on the Muay Thai card. Please, I don't think there's not going to have. T- they're not going to have time to do white crew. I think they'll allow you to seal the ring, and then they got to get the show going. Thank God. <laughs> get the fuck out of there, too. Respect culture. Get those W Respect guys. The culture. Omega. We're gonna we're gonna try. We're gonna try Omega Martial Arts, baby. Don't bet on these picks, guys, because we're not going to get you any money. Yeah, but uh, if you guys uh, do win any money Kick and you want to tr- and you want to treat us, uh, we do like uh, reposado, yeah. or as Sean calls it, resposado. Resposado. Forehead slap. That's going to be my slap emoji. That's going to be my <laughs> Latin name. Like if ever I have to go to Latin America, they're like, "Hey, what's your name?" My name is Gilberto Resposado. Resposado. <laughs> And they could hear the eye rolling all the way up here in the northern hemisphere. Alright guys, have a good night. Enjoy those fights. Peace.